0: Welcome back into another episode of the idea Collision. My name is Andrew Green I am back after a hiatus for a week. I was up in uh, Minnesota northern Minnesota uh, at a working at a camp and when I say northern Minnesota I mean they haven't discovered internet yet uh, so uh, and so I did not have a studio so uh, I however it was an enjoyable week but we're uh, I'm glad to be back here uh, doing these podcasts. We are shifting gears away from a, a set of videos that I did on paradoxical values, and specifically paradoxical values in some of the, the younger generations. And we kind of transitioned away just from that uh, with the last podcast I did a couple of weeks ago, talking about um, just general paradoxical things that, that are uh, a particular value that, that people have, that that it doesn't make a difference what. Eight, you know, what generation you're a part of It actually has to do more with, with your age Talking about, um, you know uh, People who are, you know, very idealistic uh, Being a younger thing And people who are pragmatic Tending to be an older thing And, and how both of those are can be Kind of can take us away from What uh, is beneficial for everyone And uh, we want to... Uh, uh, you know uh, go to maybe some more cultural and social things um, some observations that I have of, of where we are at today and We've kind of talked about that you know through the course of this how we've gotten to where we are at um, Every generation every age has its own problems but ours has a specific set And so this is the ones that we want to address and how we can correct those uh, As I have noted uh, numerous times, I will repeat it, this is not a political podcast Sometimes those observations are necessary to, to illustrate a point However, sometimes um, some of the things that we'll talk about seem to be political They're not really political, but unfortunately a lot of things have been categorized as political in our society that really aren't They, they may be more moral uh, or have something to do with virtue But all of a sudden th- Those have been categorized as political um, and, and there's probably reasons for that Maybe there's a podcast in that Just in and of itself But um, So, so the, some of these things are going to come up In our conversation um, And uh, uh, As I prepared this podcast It Today's podcast did not end up Where I thought it was going to So um So stay stay tuned for a little bit of a surprise, Uh, because it was much a surprise to me as I as I wrote this um, script yesterday. Uh, It just kind of evolved into its own thing. Uh, A word that has political undertones, as we talk about things that seem political, is the word agenda. Uh, You hear that a lot Um, if you listen to any watch any type of political show. Uh, everybody is concerned about everybody else's agenda. And, and um, as soon as you hear that word, you think you know where I'm coming from or where I'm going. Uh, I assure you, I, if you stay tuned to the end of this podcast, you will be surprised. Um, so I, I just want to open up this set of discussions with a, a, a conversation about agenda in general. Uh, it is not a dirty word. Uh, it just merely means a detailed plan. Um, we talked about goal setting a long time ago, and we talked about you know not just setting a long term goal that you're not going to reach those long term goals until you establish a set of shorter term objectives uh, to get you to your ultimate uh, objective. That is an agenda. Uh, if you come into a business meeting, a business meeting has an agenda it has the different things that you want to cover to accomplish whatever on on uh route to getting this uh uh this major thing accomplished in in your company or what have you so so that is an agenda agendas aren't wrong um you hear people criticizing other people well, they just have an agenda yes, and so do you. You have an agenda too. Really, it's not the fact that we're not typically upset with the fact that somebody else has an agenda, right? What we typically are upset with is the fact that their agenda is not one that we like. That's a discussion we can have, whether someone has uh, an agenda. Uh, To me, the only problem ever with having an agenda is when you're claiming you're not having an agenda. If 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 we come into a, a business take the business meeting because it's it's you know a sterile n- neutral kind of a conversation. Uh if you come into a business meeting assuming that this is an information gathering, right? Uh someone says I would like to discuss what we should do in this case, right? So you think it's kind of open and your input's going to be taken and and different things are going to be weighed and what you find out is that really the person raising it already has decided what the agenda is then then that's irritating and it's frustrating and that that's 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 having an agenda in a bad way uh but other than that uh it, and so that that often presents itself politically that presents itself in a lot of different ways uh people who have an agenda but pretend that they don't Uh, But but other than that, we all have agendas. We all have, you know, this thing where we're we're criticizing other people for having an agenda when really what we're upset about is just the fact that their agenda is not the same as ours. And that can be in a couple of ways. Um, It can be um, just the long term objective is bad that that can, without regards to to anything else just where you're trying to go is a bad agenda like this is a this is not a proper this is not where we want to go with our business this is not where we want to go politically this is not where we want to go socially whatever the thing is where you're trying to end up is not good uh, it's not productive not efficient okay so so that's one way your agenda uh can be bad the other way your agenda can be bad is if the individual steps that you take to get to your objective you can have a wonderful objective but if you're willing to go to certain steps that are unethical or what have you then that is not a good agenda as well so uh, currently in our nation there are and we've observed this there are a lot of people who do not believe in god or would say they have a lesser belief in God. Maybe they just kind of generalize it, whatever. But but it, it has been declining. That is, you know, uh, some people celebrate that. Uh, some people mourn that. But but I think pretty much everybody agrees that that is the case. In our country, there's there's less of a, a, a you know, church attendance is down. Uh, you know, every poll that they take concerning any, you know, idea or belief in, in religion, it's, you know, it is a lesser percentage than it was 20 30 40 years ago so if you are the reality is then uh well even among the religious if you, you if we just separate out those who don't believe in god just even among the religious uh there are many who are now guided by postmodernism modernism secular humanism it kind of has been infused with their 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 faith and and so even they have, uh, you know, and, and just to clarify what those are, modernism, uh, we talked about, and these kind of get confused sometimes, but modernism is the idea that uh, that truth is subjective. It's truth is whatever I want it to be. The other postmodernism goes a step further and says, there is no such thing as truth. So just, I, I want to do what I want to do. Uh, and, and so there, there are varying levels of that, in in even among those who claim to be Christians. And, and so the the upshot of all that is that um those who want to accomplish something, they have a particular agenda whether they be atheists or whether they be Christians guided by some of these other competing philosophies. They don't have the uh you know they they don't have the the guides they don't have the uh the rails to keep them in bounds you know uh in terms of uh their agenda what they're willing the steps that they're willing to take to get to a certain thing so so they're willing to to use you you know we we talk about the ends justifies the means uh in other words they they say well this particular thing is so uh, so important this goal is so important that uh, I'm willing to do these things to to get to that point. And uh, what we see in our society, I think, is a uh, a people who have finally realized that they any means that they can do is is within bounds. No one's going to stop them uh, from trying to get their ultimate goal, regardless of whether it's good or bad. Uh, from being done, then you have other people on the other side who think that they have the moral high ground that bemoan the fact that we do not take the same steps. That we we really got to learn from these people. They're willing to do all these things. We're gonna have to be willing to do some of these dirty things to get our goals accomplished. And it's like well, you, then if you think you have a moral goal, and you're gonna be willing to take. Immoral steps to get there You're going to undermine a moral goal Because immorality undermines morality uh, Every time So um, the Either one as I say Is the definition of a bad agenda Whether the goals and, and quite frankly If your goals are bad Your ultimate goal Then likely you're going to be willing to do uh, Unvirtuous things To get to an unvirtuous end you you start off from the uh from the perspective that 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 you don't care about morality. Now, uh that we're probably going to need to to focus on here. All right? So so but just as illustrations, things that people would be willing to do, they'd be willing to assassinate somebody's character to get an important policy through. Right? That would be a political thing. We see that all the time. And we see that from both sides, by the way. Um There are, um, you know, uh, I would be willing to lie under oath. I would be willing to deceive somebody. I would be willing to break this law to get this thing done because this thing ultimately is so important. I'll use some corruption or whatever. Uh, And and so so these statements are really in the bible these aren't new a lot of people think that these are new they they talk about these things as uh as though it's the first time in history that this has ever been done uh, but Isaiah uh, says you know woe to those who call evil good and good evil uh and and he says they exchange a truth for a lie so so these are um Another Bible statement it talks about how how darkness tries to overpower light, uh, and it hates the light; it doesn't like it. Uh, so, so all these are, are Bible statements that reveal that that men, writing history and writing, you know, from a religious perspective, they observed these truths uh, to be self evident in their own time uh, concerning uh, immoral. Means uh, concerning agenda. Uh, so um, th- there is a point, however, that Isaiah makes that many people miss, and this is kind of where I was looking at this, and I was just writing stream of consciousness, writing my script, and uh, and I noticed something that that even I have done uh, from time to time, and that is um, I I view I tend to view other people as amoral. And let me explain what I mean. There is a difference between immoral and amoral, as we're, specifically as we're talking, not just about people, but as uh, we're talking about goals and agendas. Amoral, to be amoral means to not have a moral guide, right? So, uh, at all. You're not guided by any feelings of virtue what what you want to do has nothing is there's no connection to something being ideal in your view it's not an idealistic thing it's just you want to do it uh, immoral means having a standard but it's not a good one Th- those are different uh, no standard and a bad standard are 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 different in one way uh, that a lot of times people think that their standard is good right woe to those who call good evil and evil good they have Put one backwards, but they they kind of have this idea that that what they're doing is virtuous. They they've got a screwed up definition that is different from people who don't have a moral standard. And a lot of times we assume that people with a bad moral standard don't have one, and so we address them as such, uh, and they will not connect with with what we're trying to say simply because they. They don't view themselves that way. Uh, those who have a good moral compass, uh, a good moral compass, uh, assume that anything inferior to their compass is no compass, right? Uh, a, a completely different, and this this could be a dangerous uh, illustration. But in the early days of Christianity, uh, I think it was a, a, a martyr by the name of Polycarp uh, was. He was brought into the forum. He was an older gentleman, and they said you know, they, they was they wanted him to recant Christianity. Um, the Romans did, and uh, they told him to say, "Away with the atheists!" and uh, and he said, "Away with the atheists!" and they didn't like that. They they like, wait a minute, that was too easy. What's wrong? Um, see, their rationale was that Christians believe this or not the Romans actually viewed Christians as atheists. Uh, the reason they did so is they had a viewpoint that they believed in lots of gods. By comparison, Christians only believed in one God. So so the the, the difference was so stark, and they viewed, th- in their view, believing in many gods was so superior that that it was almost like, by comparison, we didn't believe in anything. Well, that was obviously not true. We, we did have... A moral code, we did have a belief in God, even a belief in one God is a belief in God, and so uh, they caught on and they executed Polycarp anyway, so um, and this is the idea the, 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 the illustration is they assumed that a lesser standard was no standard obviously Polycarp had a standard a superior one in this sense but We can do the similar thing where we we assume that a person with a lesser moral standard has no standard. But in their view, they have a standard that they are trying to uphold. They have an agenda. They have a set of things that they are willing to do and want to get to that agenda. We can talk about whether those are good or not. But um, if we mischaracterize a person who is a humanist or an atheist even... uh, not in terms of whether they believe in God or not, but in terms of having a standard of morality, or uh, th- then we we can never bridge that gap because they do have a standard of morality. It's just not the one that you like. They have an agenda. You so do you. You have an agenda, and and if we want our agenda to become their agenda, if we want them to adopt it, we cannot mischaracterize them. Christians have often been the victims of mislabeling it, and we hate it ourselves. right? We've, we've been mischaracterized by non-religious people of all colors uh, and, and, and backgrounds and everything else. Like we're, we're called fanatics. We're called anti-science. We're called bigoted. We're called any number of things that are not true. I mean, maybe they're true in some sense in some people, but but generally speaking, they're not true. Um, and, and we despise being, it w- oh, or we're even mischaracterized by people of other religious backgrounds. Right? We can we can uh, be characterized as something based on a different theological viewpoint, and, and it doesn't mean that all theological viewpoints are equal and, and all are valid and all are correct. But the person, uh, I've on any number of theologies, I've been mischaracterized and I've been had a label slapped on me that I don't like, and I I don't agree with those labels. I'm like I don't I don't that's not me. Um, and and if you have ever felt that, think about how you respond to a label, right? How how do you what does having a label make you do? Does it make you want to? Uh, you know what? You're right. Uh, I am going to listen to you. Uh, you've been so, so nice and so kind with your labels. No, of course not. W- having a label slapped on you makes you really want to oppose that person even more. It makes you want to repel whatever it is. And, and, and we'll do this. And we have kind of even observed it's that, that we'll be opposite of that person in any way that we can possibly be opposite of them because they, they, it's it's a form of being defensive. And they'll say, well, you're just being defensive. Yes. Um, being defensive is the natural position of someone who is being attacked. Right. So if you attack me, I'm going to defend. So so I will be defensive. Uh, I take up that position. And uh, so if I don't want a person to take up a confrontational position to something that I, I believe they need or or whatever... I've I've got to stop labeling them. I've got to stop characterizing them in their identity specifically. It's not that to say, well, your view is equal to my view, and they're all wonderful views. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, I'm talking about characterizing the person based upon their uh, their viewpoint. This is this is the point to which I did not expect this. Podcast to get to. I was like, wow, you know what? I, I personally need to do some work because I've been a victim of this myself. Not just a victim of other people's, but I've been a victim of my own tendency to characterize other people and summarize that, their identity incorrectly based upon the agendas that they have. Uh, if I am going to be successful, I have to draw that line in my mind between their idea and their identity. Uh, they are connected, but I have to keep one distinct. If I talk about who they are and what they are, uh, you know, and, and and specifically assuming that, well, you're an you're an amoral person. You don't have any standard. They they do. They they can define their standard for you. And so so they don't right off the bat. Anything you say after that point is invalid to them. Because they know that you're already wrong on one thing, at least from their perspective. Uh, so I have to consider what my agenda is. What do I want to accomplish in in all of this? Right. My agenda is not to show people how right I am and how much better than I I am. Right. Paul says, uh, you know, knowledge puffs up. Even if my agenda ultimately is correct, in terms of my moral code, if the steps along that route are labeling and, and, and doing all of those things that I, I that he says that puffs up. Another way of saying, in our language, that would like he'd be like saying that inflates your ego. Knowledge inflates your ego. All the points along that route are going all the individual steps to, to that goal are going to separate me from the people that allegedly I'm trying to help and trying to share something superior with. So they're never going to adopt it. So my goal has to be to convince them that there is a better agenda than the one they have. That That's my point. that That's the purpose of all this. That's the purpose of these podcasts. That's the purpose of, of any discussions outside of this podcast that I have with people is to try to convince them that there is a better way of life, that there's a better, uh, a, a better set of ideas that govern life, and if uh, it, I have to then structure all my points along that route to to be geared towards reaching that ultimate objective—that's my mission statement. Uh, it has to be done to prompt conversation. I have to. I, I want to prompt conversation. So, so if I have things that are objectives in my agenda that are uh, that limit conversation, well, those are. That's a bad agenda. That's a horrible agenda. Uh, even if if even if my ultimate goal is is good, I'm not reaching my ultimate goal. Uh, always and so so my challenge for you is to always be aware of where you're headed not just the stated ultimate goal but but the points that i'm reaching are, uh, that i'm i'm trying to accomplish day to day conversation to conversation are those actually promoting my ultimate agenda because if it's not i still i have a bad agenda All right uh, so while I, I think about all the bad agendas that other people have, oh, you've got an agenda. I can have just as bad a one by virtue of the fact that I'm not accomplishing what I I'm setting out to do. Uh, so today you can begin just by doing a couple of things uh, this week by by analyzing kind of how conversations go uh, in any. I mean, it could be at work. It could be anywhere and it could be over any topic. Uh And is good practice in any field. Even if it's a conversation that's not religious, you have you have difficulty getting things done at work, uh, just in a secular sense. Maybe, maybe you're limiting people through the way you converse and try to get things done. Whatever it is, these are good skills just practically to uh, to put um, into to to work uh, in terms of listening to yourself listening to how you would be heard by others uh, and and trying to engage productive conversations. So I hope you do that this week. Uh, If you like this, uh, you're watching this, uh, you can listen to this on a podcast um, uh, and download it for, you know, if you're commuting. Uh, But uh, subscribe to the podcast and, and share it with others if you would.